Hello again. Um, happy 2022. I guess it's it's kind of been a while since I've been on here and I uh, realized it the other day and then I got really mad at myself. So we're back. Thank you for sticking around. So I've recorded this episode like two or three times at this point and there's been multiple reasons for that. One, the first time I did it, uh, the file was literally gone. I went to upload it and it was just not there, which I'm kind of glad about actually because things happened in between now and then that I would have liked to have talked about. So that's actually a blessing in disguise. (laughs) So yeah, everything happens for a reason. But then when I incorporated the things that I wanted to talk about in the next episodes, I felt like, I don't know, they're hard topics. They're very hard to talk about. They're probably going to be hard to listen to, so fair warning, but I just felt like I didn't speak about them in the way that I wanted to because it's so hard to portray my thoughts about it or even do the situation justice. So we're going to try again um, and we're going to see how it goes. So with all of that being said, I will say that there should probably be a trigger warning for this episode. Um, so just listen carefully, um, cautiously, and if you need anything, um, please reach out. If you need someone to talk to, I am more than willing to be there as always. And yeah, other than that, we'll just get started. Um, And also, as always, if you hear my dogs in the background, I'm dearly sorry, but I am not going to record this a fourth time, and it's also raining, so sorry if you can hear that. But that also might be kind of soothing. Okay, anyways, now we're going to get started, finally. Um, Also, really quick, this is, I think, my 10th episode, which is super cool. Uh, When I started this, I really didn't know where it was gonna go or if I was even gonna you know keep doing it I feel like a lot of people just kind of do one-off things they're like yeah I did it so I'm kind of done with it but we're still here so yeah happy 10th episode that's exciting so I don't even know where to start with this um kind of the reason the other day that I got really mad at myself for I guess, taking a hiatus of my podcast. One, just life circumstances. Obviously, things get in the way, um, which I need to just plan a day, like every week or every two weeks or something to do this and like make sure I do it. But that's besides the point. But the reason that I kind of wanted to start making this episode was because I'm sure... Definitely, if you've played soccer, you've heard about this. Um, Even if you haven't played soccer, I'm sure you've heard the tragic news about Katie Meyer. Um, So that's kind of what made me want to sit down and record this episode. And the first time I recorded it was kind of at the beginning of everything coming out and nobody actually knew like the cause of death. And then now that I'm re-recording it, um, we know that she um, died by suicide. And for those of you that haven't heard the story, Katie Meyer was the goaltender for Stanford. Um, They won the national championship in 2019 and she was just iconic. Like she 
is the reason that they won. And she has like this sick video of her like saving one of the shots. And then she's like pointing to the crest of Stanford um, right at the camera. And it's just, it's unbelievable. Um, So yeah, if you haven't seen that video, I would highly recommend watching it because it's actually sick. But yeah, so anyways, her her teammates describe her as, you know, larger than life, you know, always living life to the fullest. Um, her parents said the same thing. Um, and she actually talked, she spoke to her parents about like three or four hours before everything happened. And they said that they had no signs of anything, that anything was wrong at all. Um, which this news just absolutely gutted me and the way that I found out was my friend texted me and she was like do you know who Katie Meyer is and I was like I was thinking it was supposed to be someone that I like knew personally and I was like well uh I don't think so and she was like you know like the goaltender for Stanford I was like oh yeah yeah like of course she was like well did you hear and I was like what are you talking about so then I went and looked it up at that point we didn't know like what happened but it was it was kind of implied um and I just I just had a gut feeling and my friend said well she had a mental health podcast just like you and that really 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 just a fucking knife like in my heart that's what I felt like and it's really hard to like wrap your head around it like the you know why and she had all this going for her and, you know, she was the captain of her team and she helped them win a NCAA championship and, you know, all the things, but you just, you just literally never know what is going on in someone's head. And that's the scary part. I've had a lot of conversations about this within the past couple days, actually. And it's just, it's just so hard. I, I can't even put it into words. I mean, I've had people that are close to me that have done that um and I have also felt like that I mean I've kind of spoken about that before but man even the people that you don't even really know I just I I just feel it so heavily you know she was my age she was the captain of her soccer team she played in college like you just feel that (laughs) I don't know even how to word this. It's so hard. Like, almost like, wow, that could have been me type of thing. And it's just like, I, uh, I'm sorry, I'm having a very hard time talking about this. But, uh, you know, like, you have no idea what people are dealing with. And I just, I just hope that if anybody is feeling that way, that they that you have someone that you can talk to or someone that you can go to before you take that route. Because I promise you that nothing is forever. Um, You're not going to feel that way forever, which that thought kind of actually used to scare me more than give me hope because I was like, well, yeah, sure. Like then I'll be happy again. And then I'll that won't last forever either and then I'll be depressed again but that's just that's just life I guess um yeah there's really there's really no 
there's no good words and there's no good way to talk about this. But that's also the problem is that you people people don't talk about it. People feel the need to, you know, stay silent about it and fight these battles by themselves. And I can guarantee you that that is not the best way to go about it. I used to not talk about my mental health at all. Nobody knew. And I can 100% tell you that since talking about it and being open about it, my mental health has gotten so much better. And just being able to have open conversations with people about it, even if they don't deal with it, even if, you know, trying to explain to them how I feel almost makes me feel better. And what also makes me feel better too is when not better, but like, I guess like validated in my feelings is when someone else is like, oh my God, yeah, like I felt like that too. Like, I hate that you have felt this way, but you just know that you're not alone. And those moments do feel so isolating. Your, the chemicals are off in your brain. Like you are not your thoughts, but you, you feel so much in those times that you, you just can't see through the fog and you have these blinders on. But once you get to the other side of it and the blinders are off and you can see the sunlight and, you know, all the things, it's it's worth it to go through all of that stuff. Um, and lately I've just kind of been trying to remind myself that you can't have these highs without the lows, you know. You can't have good without the bad, which does suck that you still have to have the lows and the bad, but they don't have to be these deep valleys um, like we sometimes make them out to be and those low points just make the highs seem that much better but like I said before you it's so hard to see through that moment um but I genuinely think that having an open conversation about it and you know reaching out for help which is the hardest thing that you can do but it's also the bravest thing um and yeah that's I mean that's all you can do in those situations, you know, just having someone sit there with you or having someone, you know, on FaceTime with you, just like even sitting in silence with someone else that goes so much further than you think it does. And I know sometimes it feels embarrassing to talk about whatever you're thinking. A lot of the time it doesn't make sense. It doesn't even make sense in your head. So how could it make sense to talk about it to someone else? But it does and it helps. And I know I've talked about this before as well, but specifically mental health in sports. Um, we are told, you know, to rub some dirt on it. You can go back to my first episode and listen to that one. Um, I kind of dive deeper into that, but, you know, to be mentally tough at all times and show no weakness. And I think that the conversation is slowly changing. Um, I think, there's so, so, so much more work to be done. Um, and I'm not just talking about female athletes. Like, male athletes go through the same thing. Males in general go through the same thing. Um, I think that men are taught to not be weak in every aspect of their life. Um, but I am here to tell you that I think talking about your mental struggles or just, like, how your brain works in general, I think that is unbelievable. I mean, people don't really do that that often. I mean, 
unless you're very close with someone. And I think that is one of the coolest things that a person can do. But specifically talking about your mental health openly, um, I just think it's so necessary. I mean, 700,000 people died by suicide last year alone. That's just last year. And like, I don't know. It That's, those are staggering numbers. I mean, and the global suicide rate is over twice as high amongst men than women. Um, one of my friends, actually, we've never even met, but the way that we met was kind of through soccer, but also like we kind of got closer because she also has a podcast and she has um, her own kind of like mental health brand. It's called the Heartfelt Club. If you want to go give her a follow, she's awesome. Um, her name is Brianna. She is amazing and she kind of targets men's mental health um, specifically, which I think is really fucking cool, especially to do as a female. Like that's, that's cool. And that's, I feel like super hard to navigate as a female to run that, but, um, yeah, she does it really well. So you should check it out. But, um, yeah, other than that, I've been kind of having a lot of conversations about just like what it is to be one, alive, like, during this time of our society, um, which is absolutely insane, but also just the age of social media. And I know that I kind of talked about this on my last episode, I think. I don't know, so long ago at this point. But um, I don't know. Just social media is so... It could be so good, but it can also be so bad. Um. Currently, for me, I just, I'm getting better at it, um, not letting it get to me and, you know, impact my daily thoughts, but it's hard. I mean, I know that every single human deals with this if they're on social media, um, not just females, but the filters and, you know, the the so-called lavish lifestyles and just stuff like that, you know, like people only post their highlight reels and that's fine. I mean, I, I do that too a majority of the time. I mean, I like to think I'm pretty open about things, um, but you know, like, I don't know, filters are awful. I mean, especially for me lately, like I, to be honest, I don't talk about this at all unless you're super close to me, but, um, like, I used to have really, really good skin, right? Like, all my life up until probably, like, a year ago, and a lot of that probably has to do with stress and, you know, hormones and blah, 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 and whatever else, but me getting on social media every day and seeing these females with perfect bodies and perfect skin and even dudes with perfect skin. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and you don't really see a lot of people that, you know, have blemishes and what have you, but they probably do in real life, but they don't show you that on social media. And your your brain doesn't work that way to be like, oh, well, that person doesn't actually look like that because one, you don't know. And two, that's just not how we're programmed. So body image is such a huge thing. I mean, 
I had never really struggled with it before, but you can ask like my closest friends and I'll every day I'm like, man, my face doesn't look good today. Like my face doesn't look good today. And that is so negative. And that is just replaying constantly in my head. And I will admit, I mean, I was using filters, not like that change your face completely, but just kind of like change the lighting, you know what I mean? To kind of offset like the redness or just stupid bullshit like that. And it's so toxic. Like, who cares what the other people think at this point? But like, it's just toxic for yourself. Because one, I would put a filter on my face and then I would look in the mirror and I would literally sit there for forever and nitpick everything about my face. And that is so unhealthy. And I even knew when I was doing it, I was like, wow, I need to stop doing that. And I'm like, I need to stop. What my first thought was, I just need to stop looking in the mirror, which is awful. Like that's how awful is that? That that's, and I know I'm not the only one struggling with this. I know a lot of people struggle with this. But yeah, I don't know. That's just been on my mind a lot lately. And I don't know who said this, but someone recently said to me, like, whenever you're interacting with someone, like, you're so worried about them, like, seeing your flaws or judging you based on how you look and, you know, act or do whatever. But they're worried about the same exact thing. Like, they're worried about you noticing their flaws just as much as you're worried about them noticing yours. So most of the time, people are way too concerned about themselves to even notice anything that's wrong with you. And not that anything is even wrong with you, but you get my point. So yeah, that's my rant about how social media sucks, but social media can also be really awesome. I mean, you can meet people from all over the place that you haven't ever met before or that you wouldn't have ever met before. And you can also meet like people even where you are that you would have never met before, um, which I think is really, really cool. So, eh, yeah, I don't know. Like anything in life, I guess there's pros and cons and you just have to have balance, uh, which is sometimes difficult when we have our phones in our hand 24-7. But, yeah, it's kind of weird. I mean, I've always, I always have these thoughts of like, oh, I'm going to delete all my social media and do whatever, but then again, I have this to put out, I guess, to to promote it to whoever wants to listen to it. I'm also a photographer, so, like, unfortunately, you kind of, in a way, like, need social media um, just for, like, business purposes, I guess. But, yeah, I don't know. Just, like I said, being cognizant of what you're doing and what you're consuming and being a more of a creator rather than a consumer. Um, yeah. So anyways, yeah, just fucking crazy times that we live in. I mean, wild. But I don't know. Tis life, I guess. Um, but kind of another thing that I wanted to touch on is just like society in general. I mean, back to like the social media thing, I guess that's like part of society, but I don't know. I saw this video today of this dad who was kind of, he posted a previous video, I guess, of his daughter, like just speaking her mind. And 
the there was this lady that commented on it and said something along the lines of like you're raising a bratty daughter and the video that I saw was his reaction to that which I thought was so cool and he was like yes I am raising my daughter like on purpose um society makes girls quiet you know like good girls are supposed to be quiet and he was like I'm not raising her that way like she needs to use her voice and say what she means because by the time okay so I think that I'm gonna maybe be off a little bit on these statistics but like in general they're pretty close I should probably look this up but it's fine um I need like a Jamie from Joe Rogan like hey can you look this up really quick um maybe I'll just have my friend Jamie do that anyways (laughs) like preschool to kindergarteners um boys and girls at that age their confidence is the exact same like they all of them met the, the not men the boys and the girls have the same amount of confidence by the time the girls get to I think it's like f- fifth grade their confidence goes down by 30 percent whereas the boys typically stays the same obviously this is like a generalization and this doesn't apply to every kid but 30 percent by fifth grade just because of how society works and how girls are taught to almost like be a good girl, right? Whatever that means. Um, but yeah, I mean, even all the way up until adulthood, I'm, I think the other statistic that I might be getting wrong is females that are politicians, like senators, like House of Congress, all that type of thing, the women are three times more likely than the men to be interrupted when they're speaking. And I just find that absolutely ridiculous. Um, I don't know. I think that women need to do whatever the hell they want to do. I mean, I'm at the point in my life where I'm still like trying to play soccer and do whatever. And I kid you not, I I cannot tell you how many times people are like, so what are you doing these days? And I'm like, well, like, you know, I'm still doing the photography thing and I'm like coaching soccer and I'm, you know, I'm still playing, whatever. And they're like, oh my God, like you're still playing? Like, what What do you mean? Like doing what? Like you're just like at VETA, like playing in like leagues? I'm like, no, like I'm going to go pro. Um, You know, it's just like, a waiting period, like an in-between period. And I kid you not, I can't even tell you how many times people are like, oh, well, like, good luck with that. Or it's just like condescending things like, oh, well, like, what about like a real job? And that, man, that even, that just fuels my fire even more to just prove people wrong, you know? I don't know. And it doesn't have to be, like, sports that you're, you know, like, using your voice or, like, doing what you want to do. It could be anything. It could literally be anything. I think, and this goes for men, too, obviously. I feel like I'm speaking about the general population. But you're not going to be happy in life if you are just going by, like, the status quo of what you think you need to do. Um... I've talked to people about this a lot recently as well. I mean, if you're passionate about something, go fucking do it. I mean, you're going to be miserable in your life if you have all these what if questions. What if I would have gone and done that? What if I didn't like get scared and do whatever? 
like, why have any regrets in life? I saw another video the other day about a girl. She was like, what if at the end of your life, you know, you get up to heaven or wherever it is that you're going to go. And the first thing you do is meet the person that you were supposed to be. That thought terrified me. You know, like, what if this whole lifetime you go about it in just the most mundane way that you think is right and, you know, you're just scraping by, not doing what you love, and then you you die, you live your whole life like that, and then you go up and you meet the person that you could have been, the person that said yes to all the things that scared them and just live their life based on what they wanted to do rather than what they thought was right. And by the way, the right thing can be, like... I'm not saying that, like, living your life this way is wrong. I'm just saying, you know what I mean. But, like, could you imagine that that happens? Just meeting the version of you that you were supposed to be. This, like, higher version that did all the things. Like, that thought should fucking fire you up. Like, right now, it is 9.47 at night. And that thought, like, makes me want to go run a marathon. Not that I would ever do that. But, like, that's how I feel. (laughs) So, yeah, I guess to circle back around, um, if you are ever feeling like you're not in the right place or mentally or physically or any of the things, one, nothing is permanent. Like I said earlier, you are not always going to feel the same way that you do right in this moment. Um... You can change your situation. You can change your environment. You can change the way you think about things. Um, I'm just talking about like negative thinking in general. I'm not talking about like depression and stuff like that because that is a whole different story. It's hard, very, very, very hard to change what you're thinking in those states. But even if you are depressed or anxious or you have OCD or any of those things, like you are not always going to feel that way. I cannot stress that enough. And you can make the life that you want to live. Like it's not going to happen overnight. You're not going to be depressed and be like, oh, I'm just going to change my thinking and then be perfectly okay the next day, right? It's going to take some time. It's going to take some effort and you really have to want it. But you can live the life that you want to live. I mean, I'm not fully doing that yet, but I know that I'm on the right path and I know that I will get there eventually, which is really cool because I think that lately I've noticed that I'm so anxious and scared of the future, but it's so, so, so exciting. And I think that I get so anxious about it because for the longest time, I just like didn't really care about the future or I just couldn't see it. Like I had those blinders on and the fog was thick and I kind of realized this on my own recently and it like hit me while I was driving and it actually kind of freaked me out but like I think I get so nervous and anxious about the future because I never used to think about a future and being able to see not see into the future but like have hopes for it and dreams that you want to achieve That's a really cool feeling and I just hope that you know that you can get to that point. 
you're not always going to be depressed and you're not always going to want to die. And eventually you're going to want a future. And I promise you that that's true. I know it doesn't feel like it. And I have felt the same way. And I hated hearing that. But I, I I literally can't say it enough. I promise you things will change. And if you don't think that they will, please reach out to someone. Please reach out to me. Please reach out to... A, a random anybody anybody um and just talk about it I guarantee you that way more people feel the same way that you do or they have in the past way more people feel that way than you think um yeah so once again like I said if you need anything please reach out um we did pretty good on that with the dogs until the very end, so I'm proud of them. <laughs> they made their little appearance, but yeah. So, all right. Well, I promise to start doing this more um, for my own sake and for yours. Thank you for sticking around. Um, and yeah, I guess we will talk soon. <laughs>